There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. I want to help people, but the federal government is on a march here to take over everything. And I think people are saying, whoa, time out. I know you want to help me. The best way you can help me is let me make more decisions, not less. That guy joined with the gentleman we're about to speak with on this. An opinion piece uh, published by Fox News entitled, Biden's Terrorism Complacency. U.S. Must Act Now to Counter Threats. That gentleman, familiar voice, Florida congressman, and a man who knows a thing or two about security, retired Colonel the Army Green Beret, Florida Congressman Mike Wallace joins us again. Good morning. How you doing today? Doing great, Brian. You know, about to uh, head back up into the swamp uh, to, <laughs> to get ready for next week's uh, wrestling match on, um, you know, Build Back Stupid. So, <laughs> we'll see. I like that. I like that. Um, by the way, I'm curious, just uh, as an aside on that note, I, I, for what I've heard, like most of the the Republican constituencies, just left out of any of these discussions. It, it, are you ever bought totally. into any of that? Okay, so you're just out there doing your own thing till Pelosi says we're voting. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, yeah, and and that was this case with bipartisan infrastructure. I mean, I hate even calling it that, but for lack of a better term, there was nothing bipartisan about it. It didn't go through. Uh, there was no negotiation with the Republicans. It did not go through the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. That's the actual title of the committee it was a group of senators that got together uh with the white house and crafted this thing and then tossed it over and when they tossed it over of course the squad got a hold of it and held it hostage or tried to for uh you know for their for their socialist spending bill but that's that's how it worked uh which so when you hear politicians complaining about regular order where you sit down in a committee whether it's the armed services or transportation uh, or education, you know, and, and actually work through legislation and craft it together and compromise and then vote it out, uh, with amendments and all of those things. None of that's happening in Pelosi's House of Representatives. It's backroom deals with her office. That's why she's happy to have everybody send everybody home as much as she can with COVID, uh, because, uh, uh she, you know, she can then craft it with her staff and cut these, uh, backroom deals. It's instructive. Uh, not surprising yeah. considering the source, but it's instructive. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, yeah. And, and, and just to give you a, you know, a sense of scale, right? I mean, we had a trillion dollars left over from the COVID spending, two yep. trillion passed on top of that, five trillion now. The entire federal budget is 1.5 trillion. So, I mean, it is just a massive amount of money that she's got a couple of her liberal, you know, uh, staff kind of crafting these massive plans. Uh, and they're, and they're, and they're five, six times the size of our entire defense budget. But haven't you heard? I mean, everything is, is just free and it, it works. And if we only pass the, the build back stupid, right. as you call it, that'll actually make inflation lower. If we only do even more of what's been happening, that'll make everything much better. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you look at the look at the bureaucratic monstrosity that the Department of Veterans Affairs is, right? Three hundred sixty thousand bureaucrats and employees. Now you're going to have the department. If this thing goes through, the Department of Daycare, the Department of Elderly Care, the Department of How to Get Your Free Community College. Uh, it, it is just going to be 
the federal government, as Lindsey Graham said, on steroids. Uh, and, and navigating that bureaucracy, the existing bureaucracy, is what my staff spends a lot of their time doing, helping seniors and others with what exists. And then, as Manchin said, we can't afford what currently exists, much less all of this other stuff that Bernie and the squad and Pelosi want to pile on top of it. Oh, come on. It's, it's free puppies <laughs> and free candy and free Biden bucks for everyone, and only Elon Musk is going to pay for it. Haven't you heard? That's the way this thing works. Yeah, Elon Musk is going to park his his wealth offshore, uh, and that's going to that burden is going to fall on the middle class. And we all, and anybody with any ounce of common sense knows how that's going to work. You know, to your point, uh, I was speaking with Gregor Norquist earlier in the show, and he said that uh, his polling was showing that Americans actually understand this now, which is really encouraging. They're not buying the BS anymore. They understand why we have inflation. And if that's, yep. the, if that's the case, that's a game change, not just for this Congress, but for the future permanently. So I'm encouraged on that note. And good luck to you holding the line as you go back there to, uh, to wait until you get a vote uh, against the Build Back Stupid. Um, about your your um, opinion piece with Senator Graham, uh, it, it's not for nothing. You didn't pin this, um, you know, when you did because there there isn't real concern here. Tell us what your security concerns are in real time. Well, I th- we're in this we're in this period between when the similar to when the Obama administration, if you remember back in 2011, they yanked us out of Iraq, uh, and uh, you know, three years later, we had the the explosion of the ISIS caliphate ended up being the size of Indiana between Iraq and Syria, launching attacks all over the world, inspiring attacks here. Meanwhile, in that, in that period, you had intelligence analysts in the community banging the drums, dialing the alarm bells that this thing is coming. Well, they're already starting to do the same thing in Afghanistan. Uh, the, uh, we've gone from ISIS and al-Qaeda being able to hit the uh, United States again in a couple of years. Now they're saying in six months. So, you know, that's February, March. ISIS will have the capability to launch uh, attacks on the homeland. But here's the problem is in Iraq and Syria, we have bases in that region. If you look at the map in Jordan and Turkey and the Gulf states and Israel, we had our local allies, the Kurds. Uh, the ISIS hadn't taken over the entire government. Over in Afghanistan, uh, we have none of those things. We have no bases in the region. They're gone. Uh, our local allies have been hunted down and massacred. Uh, and now they have $80 billion of sophisticated American equipment. So, you know, Senator Graham's point and my point is, what are you doing, Biden? Uh, you know, they're essentially shrugging their shoulders and trying to tell everybody it's going to be okay. He's lying to the American people and saying Al Qaeda is not even there. While the intelligence community and the Defense Department are saying not only are there, they intend or are developing the capability to hit us again. And what really pisses me off, Brian, is that future American soldiers, I spent yesterday with Gold Star families that, that lost their loved ones. There's going to be future American soldiers that are going to be put unnecessarily in even more harm's way if they have to go back and deal with this. Or we start suffering attacks on the homeland again, like we did under the Obama administration. Either one of those are bad choices. And we lay out in the op-ed what we should be doing to prevent it. I... No. <laughs> I mean, are we going to wait for more Pulse nightclubs, for more San Bernardinos, God what? forbid, another 9-11 before this guy literally wakes up what? And, uh, and, that's, and, yeah. and starts taking this on? And that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. What I'm sitting here thinking is, you know, 
Trump said he was going to bomb the blank out of them, and guess what? He did, and they went away. And, you know, here we are now, um, having been lulled into a sense of complacency again. And I'm not talking about you and and people who who really know, but I'm just talking about the average American living their daily lives, because we haven't had to worry about it literally right at four years. It was just over four years ago we wiped out ISIS out. So now we sit here, and, and obviously Afghanistan was at least stable from our security standpoint at that point, which no longer is. And so, yeah, I mean, now we are in that position, only we've got somebody who's not minding the store. And it, it just, yeah, it, it is so frustrating and much more. And I want to be you. clear, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of troops, you know, a D-Day style invasion or going back that way, but small groups of intelligence, special operations, and working with our allies and preventing them from getting massacred, you have to you have to fight this forward. Uh, you have to keep a lid on it over there. You don't wait for it to metastasize and spread like a cancer. And when it hits us here, then you have this massive stage four cancer to get to try to go back and deal with. Uh, and and that's you know we're, we're talking about some preventative therapy here to keep it from getting so bad. Uh, but they're doing nothing. I mean, they're literally want to want to lie to the world and say everything's okay, and it's not. Well, may God bless you, and keep fighting the good fight, as I know you will. And I don't know if you were the first to come up with Build Back Stupid, but I like it, so I'll stick with it. (laughs) Run with it. Run with it, because that's exactly what it is. (laughs) Congressman Michael Waltz, and you may follow him at Michael G. Waltz on Twitter. Today's Q&A of the day. Up next here at the Prime Mud Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.